0: Join clinical therapist and pastoral counselor Sheila Glidden in your confrontation with the enemy to take back your land. This is Fortress Builders Radio and Ministry.org. If you believe that the Holy Bible is true and you've never picked up the weapons of warfare scripture provides, your circumstances are about to change. If you have never engaged the enemy prowling around looking for someone to devour and that someone is you, understand that he is not a paper tiger. If you've been taught he can't hurt you because he is only like a lion, think again. It's time to start fighting back. Praying is talking to God. Addressing the enemy, as Jesus did, is warfare. Basic training begins here. Taking back your land begins now. Sheila invites you to engage in this battle, for your sake, for your family's sake, but most of all, for Christ Jesus' sake. He calls his church an army. You're either a victorious warrior or a defeated prisoner.
1: Hi, good morning, beloved of God. For whatever reason, you're awake at this early hour. Arise, warrior. Suit up in your spiritual armor. Resist the devil, and he will flee. O mighty man of valor, there is no one who loves or cares for you more. There's no one who wants to see you succeed more. And there's no one who knows you better. What greater love is there? Father, teach us to walk in the truth that greater are you who is in us than he who is in the world. We as a people do not grasp the he who is in the world. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus so the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened that we may begin to understand who we are greater than in you. Teach us to search your word to understand whom we are called to take dominion over. Open our eyes to the spiritual realm where our enemy lurks, seeking to devour those who dwell on the earth. With the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, I bind every principality, power, assignment, attachment, oppression, and infirmity on everyone who is listening to this broadcast. I command in the name of Jesus that you be bound and silenced. And in Jesus' name, I take authority over the airwaves for the kingdom of God. Lord God in heaven, release your angels to set your people free. Bind up the brokenhearted and give hope and comfort to your people. In Jesus' name, fortify our walls and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus' disciples asked him what the sign of his coming and when was the time of the end of the age. One of the first things Jesus said in Matthew twenty four, four was to be careful that no man deceive you. In the twenty third chapter of Matthew, he describes the hypocrites that could deceive them. He described them in many ways. He said that they were beautiful on the outside but inside were unclean hypocrites, full of iniquity, extortion, and full of excess. In Matthew 23:23, 23, 23, Jesus said, "Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you pay tithe of mint, anise, and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law: judgment, mercy, and faith." These you should have done, and not left the others undone. So they tithed herbs, which were as money, but they ignored the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. My question is, have we, as the body of Christ, ignored ignored the laws of God, the Ten Commandments, his judgment, mercy, and faith, Law and judgment sound like the antithesis of mercy, doesn't it? It seems that the church of our generation, for the most part, has grasped the message of love and mercy and grace, but has ignored the rest of the gospel of judgment and the integrity of keeping the Ten Commandments. As I have heard it said, they were not ten suggestions, I believe what Jesus was expressing is that there is a balance of love and mercy with keeping the commandments and expecting that there is judgment for our unrepentant sin. Here we are, 2,000 years later. Are we as guilty as the scribes and Pharisees Jesus was describing? Do we feel that of course we wouldn't kill the prophets? There is a growing number of men and women of God calling for holiness, integrity, and God's coming judgment. It isn't a well-received message in much, maybe most, of the church because we have not embraced the message of unconditional grace but also justice. If we don't subscribe to the cultural message of Jesus being love and already forgiving our unconfessed sin, we are jeered and rejected because it doesn't fit today's narrative. Some even say that we are covered by anything we do because we are free from the law. We are in the age of grace, yet some think grace covers anything, everything we do. So they live a life that is not transformed by the power of God because they are not even seeking to be. Please hear me. I'm not suggesting that God is expecting us to live a perfect life. None of us is capable of doing that. We all deal with besetting sin in some form. If, however, you are still dealing with the same sins you were in bondage to before you gave your life to Jesus, and there has been no transformation. That comes as we begin to hate our sins and beseech the Lord to deliver us. That becomes the work of the Holy Spirit. If we've never heard the message of repentance, listen. John the Baptist, Jesus, and the disciples said to repent and believe if we don't acknowledge that we are sinful that we have sinned and that we need a savior because of our sinful past how can there be a changed life so jesus answered the question of what will be the sign of the and the the sign of his coming and the end of the age matthew 24 4 through 9 says take heed that no man deceive you Many will come in my name saying that Jesus is the Christ and shall deceive many. There will be wars and rumors of wars. Ethnos shall rise against ethnos, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence, earthquakes and unusual places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. You shall be delivered up to affliction. Some shall be killed and shall be hated by all nations because you follow me. And he said that was only the beginning of sorrow. Have you heard this in the church? Are we being set up to feel betrayed by Jesus because our best life now is being challenged with the hatred of our Christianity, with wars, with famine, with pestilence and natural disorders? Listen as it goes on. Matthew 24:10 through 13 tells us that many of us will be offended, betrayed and hated by one another. That seems to mean among our brothers and sisters in Christ. False prophets shall arise and deceive many of us. Is their message of only grace and love and not expectations of keeping the commandments and judgment giving us a false sense of God's acceptance no matter what? He said that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many of us shall wax cold. Only those who endure till the end shall be saved. Think about those words. Jesus said them. He said it would be worse than any other time from the beginning of the world or even again That if the days weren't shortened, no flesh would be saved. He also talked about us being told that here is the Christ, or there he is, and don't believe it. For there shall be arising false Christs and false prophets, and they shall be able to do great signs and wonders like the magicians did when Moses went before Pharaoh. He said that we, the elect, could be deceived. So do you know how we will recognize his coming if others are so convincing that we could be deceived? Matthew 24:27 says that he will come as the lightning comes from the east and shines to the west. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Have you ever heard the word panspermia? It is the notion that we on earth were seeded by aliens. No, I'm not kidding. You can do a simple search on the web and learn about this perspective. As scientists have researched what was called the simple cell and have had to admit that the cell is a very complex system, and scientific research is challenging the theory of evolution, the theory of panspermia is gaining recognition in not only the science community, but also in our schools. I have been reading more and more about the scientific and theological think tanks introducing the possibility of aliens having come to Earth to begin our civilization. Because of this, many threats of war and destruction of our planet, they will come back to remedy all the ills of the world. Even the Vatican has an observatory on Mount Graham at the University of Arizona and have hosted astrobiological seminars in Rome, and have asked the question if aliens can be saved. There is more and more speculation that the Vatican will announce that we have been visited by travelers from other worlds, and perhaps they have not fallen because of sin, and have a higher understanding of God. You can read for yourself one of the most well-referenced and documented resources, ...that I have found on the subject. It's called Exo-Vaticana by Dr. Thomas Horne. Back to us recognizing the true second coming of Jesus. In Matthew 24:29, Jesus said, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun and the moon will be darkened, stars will fall, and the powers of heaven will be shaken... And then shall the sign of the Son of Man come in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Please remember this. Lord, elevate your kingdom and restore the power of God in our world. Impart a hunger to follow your commandments. Father in heaven, forgive us for allowing apathy to overtake our culture and even your church. Forgive us for ignoring the less popular message of judgment in your Bible and have our ears tickled by those only giving the grace portion of your message. You've given us the responsibility to search the word for ourselves, and we have no excuse not to. Revive us to repentance so that you may bring revival to our country. Restore righteousness in our land, Release your ministering angelic host, I pray, in Jesus name. Amen. Good night, my friend. Think about the truth of the living God's word to us with signs and wonders that will follow and
0: armed with. There are scriptures Sheila memorized and has used as the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, as she has encountered trials, battles, and tribulation. She has referred to many of them on this program and is happy to send you a copy of these passages so you can learn how to effectively wield the sword of the Spirit as a thank you for listening to Fortress Builders Radio. Go to fortressbuilders.org. You can send a message for this request by email. Inquiries regarding individual, family, or group therapy can be made by contacting fortressbuilders.org. Small group retreats are a specialty and can yield the benefit of several counseling sessions. For more information, write to info at fortressbuilders.org. Please share a testimony, breakthrough, or ask a question to be addressed on a future program. If you're interested in consultation for your own counseling ministry, future seminars and training, visit fortressbuilders.org to find a link to request more information. You can also register your email address to learn of future events. Listen to Fortress Builders Radio weekday mornings at 2 a.m. Thank you for your interest and support. Remember, no one loves you more nor knows you better. Jesus came to give you life and give it more abundantly.